1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a big night at the bottom of the Premiership. There's still two days to go though in the transfer window as Rangers look to confirm deals for Jefty and Cortez. while it remains a bit quieter at Celtic. Owen Beck is back in Scottish football and back at Dundee. And Aberdeen and Livingston both could be doing with a win tonight up against Dundee and Ross County, respectively. I'm Gordon Duncan, and join me this evening. I was going to toss a coin to see who spoke first. You've just coughed into your mic, Gordon Diel. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're feeling fit. (laughs) Maybe. Ash, ash. Can we we (laughs) get a transfer in for Gordon DL before the window closes, please? Kenny Miller, whilst he tries to stay alive... Two days to go, transfer window. Are we going to get this big blockbuster finish or not?
2: Well, I think on the blue side of Glasgow, it kind of is heating up a little bit. I mean, that's been... Kind of two or three names that have been mentioned in the last uh, couple of days. So they do look like they're getting down to business. Again, it's no surprising that they are maybe in the market for that attacking player maybe on that on on, on the wing. So but we remain to be seen if on the other side of Glasgow it is going to heat up or not. I think everybody expected Celtic and Rangers both to strengthen over the course of January, but going into the last forty eight hours of this window, it is pretty quiet on the green side. Yeah, um, I can't believe I'll be sitting here on Thursday night with uh, my
3: fellow colleague Mark Wilson, and he'll be saying that they might need scene. to sign him as cover for fullback. Yeah, back. yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm a bit surprised with Celtic gone, and uh, that's not to say that you know things are going on just now uh, behind the scenes that we don't know about. But I think Rangers are making big strides. They're trying to get their do- business done. Um, will be interesting to see what. Celtic do do before the window closes I think they've got to make One or two at least uh, Or the Celtic fans We heard them at the weekend With the performance And they won against Ross County Not happy at all So things in the Celtic camp As much as they're sitting there Nicely at the top of the league There's a lot
1: of things underneath That Celtic fans are not happy with Right, transfer window All your thoughts on that 01419511025 How big a night is it, at the bottom? You'd say for three teams, three out of the four, but particularly, and I'm not too proud to use the cliche of the six-pointer between Livy and Ross County.
3: Um, Well, I think everybody just now would probably edge on their bets that Livy are away, but if they have any hope, any hope at all, they've got to get a home win tonight against Ross County. If they don't, then you can kiss that goodbye And I think even listening to David Martindale at the weekend I think he's in that sort of category now Thinking if we don't pick up a win soon Then obviously it's gone for us We're a, cha- we're a championship team And I think that'll be a difficult road back up for Livingston So uh, I think it's all or nothing tonight for him
2: I mean in different ways Barry Robson certainly could be doing with a victory as well no, you could. Again, when you, you look at the games in hand that they've got, two games in hand, three games in hand on some of the teams above them, it's important they, they get that win. If they get the win, they can get themselves into that or, or close enough to that top six with still got games in hand. So it's a big win required for uh, for Barry Robson and Aberdeen, but yep, got to agree with Gordon in terms of Livingston. If it's a draw, it becomes tough. If they lose the game against Ross County, and they're nine points back for it, like for even the like St Johnston and Ross County and, and Motherwell. As they've won two games all season, you know, so they're three games back. So it's going to be a big, big ass. So yep. So it's a big night for uh, for for all teams involved. And I wonder if you combine league season
1: so far and transfer window if there is any team in the league that will be feeling as good about themselves as Dundee they've taken to top flight football like the proverbial duck to water and they've got arguably one of the success stories of the first half of the season back against all odds Owen Beck back in Dundee's Park what a boost what a boost for that lad
3: (laughs) Um, I think Klopp was uh, very clever in what he'd done put him on for what seven minutes that, that shut the gates for a lot of other clubs obviously then the only option he had staying at Liverpool are going back to Dundee and Tony Dot. <laughs> must have been over
2: a moon well, Listen, clever for Jürgen Klopp I'm not sure how Owen Beck will feel about it if yeah. he's uh, missed, out <laughs> he all, loves Dundee. Uh, missed out on other opportunities but uh, it's Selfish, a big signing perhaps Listen, I think, uh, absolutely listen, I think both sides of the, of the old firm could have done with uh, a player of that quality with the potential mm-hmm. and again when you talk about the models and this trading model that bringing him in at that price or a, or a lower price the abilities that he clearly displayed in the first half of the season I think it would have been a good signing for either side of the old firm but he's back at Dundee and right in contention even at this stage no we done the rewards the half season awards but he'll be right up there for young player of the season come the end of the year no doubt about it Did we learn much from the weekend? I know often you two are in here on a
1: if you're in here on a Tuesday you get the the leftovers if you like of the big talking points from the weekend it felt like the Celtic fans were less interested in the 90 minutes itself and more about what that meant in terms of recruitment you know it was all, it all ended up feeding into that didn't it at the weekend it, I, it, it felt I, like there was just a frustration boiling over
3: yeah I, I, I'll go back to the Celtic game because I think that's uh, the, the biggest talker point I thought the St Man Rangers game was standard wise was dreadful but it was all about picking up the three points and I kept saying that we can't have double standards and say, well, Celtic have got to play terrific at home. But they were playing against Rose County, they were at home, and Celtic fans were expecting more. I think when the penalty kick was missed twice, the sort of atmosphere and everything went out Celtic Park. Um, I cannot understand the frustration, because I'm a great believer that if you're going along there and paying a lot of hard-earned money, you want entertained. But I was a bit surprised with the reaction. Um... This, and so, did, so were some of the Celtic players by the looks of things after the final whistle the reaction of the Celtic fans you know there was a bit of booing going on a little bit of um, obviously unhappiness um, I know there's standards of course there are and Celtic fans can come on and say that but you're still top of the league it was a Bad, not a bad day at the office. It wasn't the most entertaining day at the office that Celtic have had, especially at Celtic Park, especially with the quality against the opposition. But um, I think the worrying signs for Celtic is obviously a transfer window. Because no matter who you are, if Celtic Rangers, you always look at the, the other side to see what business they are doing. And Rangers are quietly going about their business in the right way, but still a bit of time to go for Celtic yet.
1: Was it the type of weekend, Kenny, that... Sort of reinforce the Rangers fans' confidence in Philippe. Come on, faith in Philippe. Come on, but also a desire to think: well, we really need to try and get this window right because if we do, then maybe I'm not saying it guaranteed. You know, maybe maybe there is a title there to be won, or, or certainly can can run it close because it looks like he's, he's squeezing a lot out of that squad at the moment with Dujon Sterling playing if left wing and, <laughs> and so on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, when like he says it doesn't guarantee anything, but. The transfer window at this moment in time, again, it remains to be seen whether they're going to hit the ground running, if they're going to really, really impact the eh, the starting team or not. But I think Philip Clermont's built up a lot of trust with the Rangers fans over this first three months. The results and the consistency have been there. Like Gordon says, it wasn't a pretty game at the weekend, but conditions weren't great, the pitch wasn't great. But they won in a different way, you know. They had to grind it out. They got their goal, and they seen the game out, and they seen it out pretty comfortably. I know there was the, the opportunity near the end when it hit the crossbar from the set play, but it was it was quite comfortable. So the fact that they're now signing, or it looks like they're going to be signing up to potentially mm. up to four players this transfer window, there's no doubt he's earned the trust. I think the fans will trust that they're going to be good signings, and they are going to make them a stronger proposition for the second half of the season. Right, plenty. Of
1: options there for you to get your teeth stuck into, so let's do it. One zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. Craig is a Celtic fan. What is it tonight, Craig? Let me guess. Two days to go. Transfer frustration, by any chance? How did you guess? I just had a funny feeling.
4: <laughs> um, yeah, I just think that there's a lot of hype as Kenny was saying across the water, which we try not to take any any thoughts of. But when you hear this Rangers linked with that player, Rangers linked with this player. It does make you wonder What what is it we're actually doing Um, Because I think that Even the last transfer window We've still got a couple of players from that That haven't even kicked a ball for us yet And I just wonder How long as a club Or even as a business If you want to call it that How long are Celtic going to leave it Before they start making a change In the recruitment process That we've got in place Because it's clearly not working Mm.
1: It's a good point Gordon Because it's clearly all linked In the sense that Had Celtic had a stunning Summer transfer window Mm -hmm. The Calls for this one to be good would would be less, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing, uh, you know, obviously the the real fringe players like Quan Lagerbielka. That now looks like that stalled, bizarrely. I mean, there was even apparently a knocked back approach for a loan for James McCarthy today. You know, it, it's it's not like Celtic have had a brilliant window heading into this one. It feels like a lot of this is hangover from the summer, and, and then it just intensifies. And
3: I think that's where the pressure comes from. Um, you're right, if Celtic had been through the summer and brought in the quality they were looking for, if they'd have brought in one player to this transfer window, I'd think Celtic fans would have been quite happy to just keep going. Um, but they haven't, and I think that's where the concern is. And uh, obviously, everyone knows that Celtic have got money. Um, uh, Craig's talking about, well, you know, every, all, the, all the noise just now has come out. Of Ibrox about Rangers you know, linked with this player or that player. Maybe Celtic are just doing their business quietly and and behind the scenes. Um, But I I would be, I think we will be inundated with calls if Celtic don't bring more players in the transfer window, but it's certainly getting to that nervous stage.
1: Yeah, Craig, it remains a possibility. Of course it does. Gordon says maybe Celtic are working hard behind the scenes, you know, and you're all going to be impressed. I'm detecting you're not quite as confident about that.
4: I, I'm not, to be honest with you. I hope, I hope, I hope that's what the outcome is. But I just Celtic never ever seemed to get the transfer window bang on. As I said, even even the player that we've brought in, um, the German boy. I just, I, I didn't, I didn't see the need for that position to be filled, unless again we know we don't know something. For instance, Abada may be on his way out or something. I don't know, but I just think that the 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 position that we have brought in and filled. I don't see the need for that at all. Um I think we need another striker. I think we need another goalkeeper eventually, probably within this window. I don't know. But I just I think all the business just isn't isn't floating anybody's boat and I just don't know how long it's gonna take before they make a decision and change the recruitment process.
1: Yeah, see when someone calls in and the first signing of the window's made, right? Whatever team and it's in exposition, people always phone in and say, Oh, I don't think that, that was their priority and I generally reply with, Well, hold on. it might not be the only player they sign you don't always sign them in order of priority it depends who you can get in however once it goes on to two days away say Celtic ran into some stumbling blocks right they couldn't get things over the line if the one signing they brought in was say an outstanding left back or an outstanding striker maybe the fans would be able to take mm-hmm. that in the chin a bit more than say it doesn't go to plan in the next few days and the one signing you've got is a winger who's got eight other wingers to com- to compete with that <laughs> yeah. that's the bit that will sting for Craig won't it?
2: Uh, uh, well you know and I do I've, I'm smiling away as I'm listening to Craig because how quickly it can turn from the amazing recruitment under Ange to six months later a summer and now into a January where now the recruitment process is getting questioned and it absolutely is down to maybe the performances that have maybe not been as, as the same down to a poor summer of recruitment and now like you say forty eight hours away for transfer deadline day and there's been the eighth winger signed. You know, so like you say, had it been that the, the backup striker had been needed, had it been the the, the left back cover or to push Greg Taylor, you right, I think you're absolutely right. I think Celtic fans will have thought, well you know what a priority was that and we have ticked that box as it stands with 48 hours left. It has been only a winger that's came in. I I'm with Gordon though I'd be amazed if by Thursday night that there's not Another one or two signings through the doors at Celtic Park Yeah, uh, I think they'll go down that road The one thing I will
3: defend any club Especially teams like Celtic Who have got a few quid in the bank As everyone knows I've no doubt in January they've went for targets
1: Absolutely no doubt in certain positions Now it might uh, just... there, there seems to have been something in And we can get to what happened to him later In Owen Beck So right. for, for all we know um, Jurgen Klopp doesn't play him you could be a Celtic player, and that's obviously mm-hmm. Dundee's gain. Maybe that's an example of what can happen. However, Craig's on about process and strategy. Should it not be the case that you accept in football these things can happen, and therefore you know you've got you can options, and you can. Yeah, you'll, you'll have a obviously if you're
3: working in that sort of industry, you'll have a plan B. You'll have different, as you say, options to say right, okay, that's our that's our main target. If it's not going to work this is some this is an option we can go and try and, and do a deal it just could be could down to money it could be down to players it could be down to clubs it could nowadays you know transfers are completely different from when I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe even Kenny, but because you used to get a, a, a call for your agent, so-and-so's into you go and meet the club, sit down, thrash out the deal. The deal would be done within a yeah. day, but now it takes so, so long. That, that's the problem with,
1: fans are getting frustrated. I was going to say, that's the problem with football, though, isn't it? Because that might be true, and if you're mm-hmm. Mark Lowell or whoever, you might really feel like you're doing everything and banging your head off a brick wall, and you've been unlucky, and you've had the rug pulled from your feet a couple of times, but if you're a fan like Craig... You just don't care. You know, you just you want the end product, and I think you're entitled to, to yeah, want but, that as well. But, but the end
3: product has now. See, Celtic have put themselves under a little bit of pressure for me because we we happen about the summer transfer window, and you've got to say, and I think every Celtic fan will agree, it wasn't the greatest. It was poor. The, the, there was a lot of money spent and a lot of money wasted. So there's no point just bringing a player in and going down the same road again. and You've got to learn from your lesson. So Brendan Rodgers is now in charge of this transfer window. Now, was he in charge of, of the transfer window in the summer when all these players were recruited? I think there's one or two that he probably didn't fancy and, and we see because one or two are trying to get back out the door. So Brendan Rodgers is now in control of this with whoever, you know, Mark Lowell and, and the board itself Celtic Football Club. So they'll sit down and they'll make sure now that they can't have any more mistakes, they can't leave themselves open again because it's going to come back and bite them. Now, it might be the case that their targets, they're not getting the targets that they want. They might sit back there and think, right, okay well, appease that. We've given mm-hmm. Carter Vickers a new five-year deal. We've got Hitati coming back fit you can make a case for the, a bad is now back in Celtic the... Celtic
1: fans just won't I, I totally understand that. that but, 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 but they, they won't swallow
2: another bad, bad uh, transfer window. And they can't just sign players just for the sake sure. of signing. You know, I get that. Again, what I would say on that, there's no guarantees that you're not going to sign another bad one, whether it be your first choice or your third choice. You know, so there's no doubt the Celtic recruitment team are going to have been working hard over the court. By the way, no over the court. Leading into this mm. month, By the way, this is when the work should mm. be done. And through the month, you're trying to get deals done and if you can't get the first target, you're moving on to the next one on the list. But, like you say, the fans are no interested in what the backstory is or interested in what the process is. They want to see players through the door. Again, Craig saying, oh, we're trying not to look across what's going on across the list. But listen, you do you do, again acknowledge that himself so you can see there's players and there's some again whether they're any good or not it remains to be seen but you can see there is yeah. action you know in range are acting so Celtic fans will want to see let's say Thursday night at least a couple more through the door Craig
1: there was a story I think in the mail today suggesting Celtic would be most likely to look at the English loan market it's a market that's had real mixed results for Celtic in recent seasons and I suppose the most recent one the kind of Nat Phillips certainly didn't work um, is, what do you make of that? I think that is somewhere that Celtic should look.
4: I think it's somewhere they should definitely look. But whether whether you get it right or not is a different story. Just like you said, Nat, Nat Phillips. Um, but it, it shows you that you can get players from from that division. Um, Matt O'Reilly. I, I, yes, he wasn't alone, but um, he he came from those divisions. So it, and then there's there's. Atletico Madrid are are looking at them, you know. So it shows you that there's players in there that, that that can come in and do a job. But as Kenny says, it's just all about getting it right, though, but isn't it?
1: That seems like a really difficult one. That Gordon over the years Celtic have done it a lot. And off the top of my head to rhyme them all off, feels like real mixed, really really mixed results when you go for that that English loan market. As I said, recency bias. Nat Phillips just d- didn't work in any way have obviously been some successful ones, but it's, yeah, I, I don't know. Some people, somebody can count them up and tell me whether they think it's more hit than miss or not. Well, here where I
3: am with this one. Um, if you've had that bad summer recruitment, if you're sitting in January and we're two three days away from the window closing and you've not secured your, your, your targets, your first targets, I would certainly be looking at the loan system because see if you look at Celtic squad now, There's no point going and getting English players that you think are good, putting them on three- and four-year deals in January and ending, ending up with a headache in the summer like you've got just now. Celtic have got so many players that they would love to get out the door, and the reason they can't get them out, they don't get them off the wage mm-hmm. bracket, is because one, nobody's got to pay that mm-hmm. money for them. No, listen the, the I, I,
1: money that they've got, they're quite entitled to sit there. and That's that. a problem. I for get them. that in terms of so you're not stuck with them. But are they any good? First of all, you know, right now is it is it a market that you're likely to get some someone that's a success for you right now? Well, like I said, Nat Phillips mm-hmm. would be a bad example. There will be good examples out there, but
2: and, and there will be, and, and you can't just pigeonhole every every sight, good sign or bad sign, and well. That, that never worked, so it's going to be bad. I mean, you've through that point at me many a time. Uh, the thing about the loan sign is you're not getting any starting players for a Premiership team. You're not getting a starting player for a Championship yeah. team on loan at this stage of the season. So probably you're going to be looking at maybe a younger player to maybe get them up and give them first team action. Is that going to impact your first team the way that the fans want to see? Probably not. Or you're getting someone who's no playing. You know, so again, it just feeds mm-hmm. into the, the January transfer window that what exactly are you getting for your money If you're buying Or if you're bringing someone on loan You're not getting a starting player on loan
1: Thank you very much to Craig Rangers fans It looks like the club have turned down An approach for Jack Butland There's someone you won't want to leave at Nottingham Forest by the looks of it You can get your thoughts in on that And we're going to speak to Reese and Hamilton next
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard Listen and watch Check the Twitter feed At Clyde SSB are the voice of Scottish
1: football? Call 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I'm glad we can get back to talking about football. Poor Kenny Miller and I have just had to listen to Gordon Deal still ranting about the final of the Traitors three days on. So can we just get back talking about the transfer window, please? Is that all right with you? Yeah,
3: no, Molly scared me right, for enough, life.
1: Enough, enough, enough. <laughs> 01419511025. Reese is on the line. How are you going? How's it going, Reese? Yeah, no bad, Gordon. How's things, guys? Can't all good, good. What are you thinking tonight?
5: No, oh, I'm a Celtic fan, guys, and I just wanted to get your opinion on well, my opinion of the, of the window so far uh, for the Celtic team. Now, you know, I think it's easy to fall into the trap of everyone thinking we need to get quality players in, and every transfer window is going to have a high volume of turnover of players coming in, players coming out. But I think we just need to be a wee bit more realistic here. Not many top teams, if any, are going to let their prized assets be loaded away in January, let alone at any time. But I understand that's going to likely happen in the summer. Right now, I think that the situation at Celtic is being way over-exaggerated. I don't really see there been much of a problem with the business that's been done so far. And the reason why is because we know that Dyson Maida can play through the front if he needs to, down the middle, let alone be on the wing. So if anything to happen to like a uh, Kyogo or O when they come back from an international duty, Maida can play down the middle, if he need be, at any given time. I think the sign of Kuhn has been mainly just for a backup. Um if anything of like that has to happen, if any wingers do get injured, Maida needs to do. if Maida does need to go down the middle. And you've got Coon, who can come in in the, the wing, if need be. And same with the left-back as well, because I know that striking, the striking option and the left-back option were the two positions that were the ones that were we'll probably mentioned more often than us mm-hmm. coming in this window. But we know that William Scales can go in a left-back position. So I don't really see there being much of a problem if we don't bring anyone in immediately. Just wanted to get your opinion on that again,
1: so. I'm going to let these two strikers Take that one on Because I think it's a good one But just quickly Surely You said you think Nicholas Kuhn was signed As a backup Why? Why then? The last thing Celtic needed Was a backup winger Surely And heading into a window In which Brendan Rodgers Specifically said He was looking for Quality You know Not interested in in just Boosting the numbers Why on earth would Celtic Sign a backup winger In this window? I don't
5: think that's been The intention of him But ultimately I think that's what he's going to be that I don't see him coming in and taking the place of Palma
1: or Maeda If they're the starters at this moment Tell you what then, um, that, becomes, that becomes a really bad window mm. If the only player you've signed is a backup winger mm. what? Right, go on the striker Because I think it is an interesting one Everybody, everybody keeps saying Celtic need a striker Reese is saying, and I don't mind it I like a bit of balance Reese is saying, I don't think we do Because Kyogo's going to play the vast majority of the time Maeda can if we need to And so on
2: I, I don't think Maeda's as effective through the middle what he is on the wing. But I just don't. By the way, can he play there? Listen, Callum McGregor could play there. If if you wanted to play him there. You know, but Maeda is far more effective to play off the off the left. The way he, his strengths are best utilised, his pace, again, off the ball, his pressing abilities, the intensity with which he can do that, off the left, his movement. I think he becomes a different player playing through the middle, in the middle of the pitch where a lot of things going on around him. Uh Keogu's the best striker. Maeda is a, is a good winger. He's a good option there. Uh, so not for me. Uh, you've got all the backup striker, but again, he's, he's shown glimpses so far. And by the way, like you've just said, it's not us here on this panel that are saying that Celtic need to sign quality. It was a manager mm-hmm. coming into this window that he wanted to see probably at least a player or two coming in that are going to push these guys in the first team or, by the way, take the jersey off their back. And again, going back on overall ground, it's probably because the recruitment this summer wasn't great.
1: You think Celtic need a striker though. Reese is not as convinced by the argument. Um, I, I think it would certainly help their cause. Um,
3: now, if, if Celtic kept everybody fit, they can still win the league. Of that, there's absolutely no doubt. Um, if you're going to bring in a striker, he's got to be in that level of Kyogo. And Kenny touched on it earlier. In January, it's a very hard window to bring someone in of that quality. Uh, they've got O I still believe that O can come on and give you that presence that you need I sort of disagree with Kenny a little bit and I know the reasons why he said it but I think Maeda probably could do you
2: a few games through the middle I know but that's what I'm saying but he could but that's what I'm saying he could yeah. but by the way it's the same with the scales thing he could play left back but he's not a left back Maeda's not a nine either mm. so he kind of plays same, there for Japan sometimes same, or doesn't he but, but he's not played there for Celtic yeah. for a reason you know and I know Kiyo goes there like he could, like see when you say somebody could play there Like that, that's okay But any player could play any position how difficult, there.
1: how difficult is it for Celtic specifically To recruit a backup striker to, to Kyogo you know, Very difficult Because you we, we always get this notion that two players for every position Right, mm-hmm. which I, I get and I hear that But realistically Can Celtic sign someone that's even close to him Who's going to be content to sit on the bench there's a reason why there's no real backup to Callum McGregor, is there? Because, well, you don't need one. You're, no mm. sign, you're not signing one as good, and he plays every week. Also, though, then, to almost kind of contradict that, I guess you do need competition. You need a realistic, or, or some players need that realistic
2: push. But by, see what I think, it's so also something. See Callum McGregor? He wasn't playing the position that he played in before. Some players can fit in to other positions and do the job equally as well. So, for instance, when Callum was no fit, mm. M- Matt O'Reilly could do that. By the way, would he do it as well? I think Matt Riley's a really good footballer. He, I think he could. Callum McGregor had to fill in for Scott Brown in a, in a deeper position in certain European games a, a few years back when he was younger and he was that kind of box-to-box creative goal-scoring midfielder. By the way, he done it incredibly well because he's a top, top footballer. Are you going to sign that player in January? Probably not but there's certain players that can there's certain players again in my opinion yeah. throwing scales at left back for me again well, yeah. that might cover for a game but it's not going to push you on and make that's you any better that's the one I was
1: want to discuss next Reese, because you say you know it's all fine at left back because Liam Scales can play there but Greg Taylor was out at the weekend and rather than playing Liam Scales Brendan Rogers chose Burnaby for only his fifth appearance of the season so does that not suggest that Liam Scales is not such an obvious person to put there
5: I can understand why you would think that and most people would probably agree with you, Gordon. Um, the only point that I'm trying to make is I just I don't think that it's as bad as a crisis as what a lot of Celtic fans are making out. I'm just trying to think realistically from a business point of view rather than going out and spending you know, £10 million on a player in January, which we're not going to do, it's make do with what you've got. We know that these players can play in these positions. I get Brendan might not fancy Liam's look back the point I'm simply making is we know he can play, it. Um, and we know he can do a no bad job at it. And the <laughs> thing as well, guys, when Celtic are playing during the week, like, during the week at the weekend, and when we're playing against most teams in the Premiership, with all the respect to them, there's not no much defending that we need to really do. These guys just need to be effective going forward. I get they need to be showed up at the back, but they are going to spend mm. less and less they'll play actually with defending.
1: So that, that, that would be less. You know of Liam Skills' strength, though, wouldn't it? Because he's yeah.
3: he is more of a well, more of a defender. Yeah, I, I, and I think you answered the question there brilliantly, Gordon. If if Brendan Rogers was thinking about that, he could have easily put Skills at left back because um, who is it son oh, Sorry, no, Reese. Sorry, Reese. Uh, because he mentioned that they're they're playing Ross County. And if you go into the game at, at three o'clock, Ross County who was in a terrible run uh, brought in six new signings and you're thinking we're at home, we can easily afford to play skills at left-back. No problem. You know what I mean? We're not going to get tested. Uh, we'll probably have the, the the majority of the possession, but it, Brendan Rodgers didn't do that. I think that centre-forward-wise, I can understand why it's so difficult, because you, if you've got to bring somebody in in January, it needs to be somebody better than Kyogo, and it's going to be very hard to find that, and you've got to pay a lot of money. So really, you're looking at somebody better than the backups that you've got, but I think the left-back position is something that I would cover. I'm going to sit here and say it. I've never thought I would. I've given up my guy. I've dumped him. Burnaby. That's big for you. Yeah. Wor-
1: usually you just double down on any nonsense yeah, opinion no, for I've years dum- and I've, never let it go. I've, I've dumped You've him. have lost faith in him. I've lost faith in him. It only took you six months after yeah, everybody else. Look,
3: I think he's got good ability, the guy. He could go to some other club and I think he could do very very well. I'm not. But I watched what, what, him. What uh, good ability uh,
1: does he have?
3: Uh, he's good going forward. Is scored he? a great goal against Ross
2: County. Good terrific left foot. One goal. Out. Okay. Right. Okay. But where, <laughs> but by the way, that's why he was playing on there. So to flip that point, yeah, yeah, to play this, good... rather than we were just going forward. Well, that's why he played. By the mm-hmm. way, maybe more mm-hmm. so than skills because he has better he's going not forward. anymore you know,
3: No, I'll tell you where I lost faith in him. Right, and I've got to say I watched it closely. Um, there was a time Ross County second half went down the right hand side and Bernabe chasing. And after five yards, he just gives up and starts jogging. And I thought, if you're a Celtic fan or you're playing with Celtic or playing with Rangers, that's not acceptable at these clubs. Not acceptable at any club for me. So that's where I sort of, uh, I, I cut the cord. Oh, good. That's He's gone.
1: Very bold of you. Thank you very much to Reese Rangers fans. Breaking news whilst we are on air. I always like that. It looks like there's been an approach from Nottingham Forest for Jack Butland. Is it hands off at any price or is this the harsh reality of this trading model signed for free just a couple of months ago goodness knows how much you could make on them. I've got a funny feeling you're not entertaining it but do let me know right now get your calls in whilst I tell you about this
0: Clyde One
1: Oh, we were on a good run, a long run of winners Paid out more than £630,000 But the last time out on Make Me A Winner The call went to five rings So, there is a lot more cash on offer If you want to get involved, it's £106,000 tomorrow And to get involved, please text YES to 61025 Texts are £2 plus your standard network rate You can enter online at Clyde1.com for £2 Or call 330 880 4523 And those calls are charged at a standard rate It is over 18s only All the other rules for this network competition Can be found online The entries since Rebecca won on Monday Have rolled over And it's pretty straightforward Or at least it should be If you get the call after 3pm tomorrow Answer within 5 rings Say make me a winner straight away And the £106,000 would be yours Text yes to 61025
0: Four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Kenny Miller and Gordon DL are both in here and both waiting for you on 0141 Mark is a Rangers fan this is the beauty of live radio Mark when you called I had no Jack Butland on my radar anyway but a quick look at Twitter during the last break told me Uh, that Rangers have turned down an approach from Nottingham Forest for Jack Butland so I wonder if I could throw that on you and ask what you make of it
6: what I make of it is they can start the bidding at 10 million quid and then we'll talk and then move it up to 15 million so you'd let them go for 10 would
1: you no start the bidding at 10 I take 15 million Kenny it's quite something um, because generally let's let's scrub the name out right you don't know who I'm talking about at this point yep. Rangers signed somebody <clears throat> who's 30 years old he they sign him for nothing in the summer and by a January there could potentially be millions and millions on offer if you are on about player trading and all that sort of stuff that's a bit of a no brainer but now I'm going to reveal the name and the name is Jack Butland and the <coughs> Rangers fans are absolutely in love with the guy and
2: nobody's going to want to see him go no, they're not. And again, I've got to say, like it would, it would be incredible if he did leave. But the, you have to look at what you've just says. Not so much the age, because he's thirty and he's a goalkeeper, and like sure, that's fair. Yeah. I don't think really like it. Kind of play, kind of feeds into it. But if you've signed a player for nothing, and then you get just say it's ten million quid. Like again, I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I'm probably with Mark. I probably wouldn't accept it because I think in this day and age it could be worth more. But just say it was ten million quid. That would be a big turn down for Rangers, I think. When in six months' time to to get that level of money through the door for someone you've signed for for nothing, and again without being disrespectful to goalkeeper, you're saying it's, it's a goalkeeper as well for Rangers. Again, the previous callers tell you about defenders who don't need to defend and things, but Jack Bu- uh, sort of Jack Bauer, Jack Butler, <laughs> would he something. would be a good goalkeeper. <laughs> Jack uh, Jack Butland has been absolutely sensational signing of the season, no doubt about it. When the big saves have need to be made, he's popped up with them. It just look. He's, I don't even think it's about his abilities as well. What he's brought to the team, the influence he's had on the back line in that dressing room. I just think that if Philip Clement was to lose him, I think he would be absolutely gutted at any price to be honest with you. But the Rangers board will have to you kind know, of really listen seriously if there is a, a cash offers on cash offer on the table. Every
1: single tweet I've seen so far, Gordon, as Rangers fans saying there's just no way we could let him mm. go. Just 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 couldn't. Too important. Oh I I, I totally understand that and I, I agree with it. I take that on board.
3: Um, Yeah, if I was the manager, I'd be sitting just hoping that he was my player when the window closed, of course, because Kenny described there the impact that he's made since he's come into the club. He's been absolutely brilliant, Um, especially when you're looking at a goalkeeper that's got to follow in the footsteps of Alan McGregor. And he's he's certainly achieved that, but the pound sign always wins. It's as simple as that. The pound sign will. I mean, what all... would you let him go for? If if you if you want to let him go, uh, what are you thinking? Uh, if well, Mart said, started bidding at ten fifteen. If if I was offer fifteen million, uh, for my goalkeeper, I brought in the summer thirty year old.
1: I would probably let them go. And then go and try and find the next Jack Butland for yeah. free and, and I, keep doing it and then you
2: I think you can afford to spend maybe four out like the 15 <laughs> on, a, on a decent replacement. I
3: think, it, I think it would be... And as much as you can look at and you can talk about well, we're going for a league, we're going for a cup, we're still in Europe. I totally take all that on board. Plus the fact what we don't... And Kenny will tell you as being a player. When you hear that an English Premier clubs in for you, you know that you, your wages are got to go... Sky high, simple and straightforward. He's so. earned a few quid
2: over the years. It doesn't matter. There's uh, trouble making that. Not look at him, so they are at Ross Walsh and well, that, 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 that. He's earned football. a few
3: quid and he's still greedy. We're all greedy for that. <laughs> we 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 are out there, we will uh, sell
1: ourselves to MD the highest. But Ross <laughs> Wilson, eh? Ross Wilson trying, trying to, to throw a span on the Engineer it, engineer Mark. Is it you just see it as like if Rangers have any chance of winning the league, you need to keep them right now. Is that is that sort of the mindset?
6: Of course, and I don't think he's going anywhere crazy money we'll take it mm,
1: what else um, then Well, if it's not cause right. I don't think you had Jack Butland leaving as part of your uh, January no. wish list what did you have my
6: January, January wish list is we need a striker Shankland <laughs> that is the difference between I believe Rangers winning the treble and not winning the league title um, and the boys from Brazil and Colombia coming in I believe will be loan deals along with Uh, Silver's a loan deal, and the Ivorian boy that signed, uh, Mohamed Diamandi, is also a loan deal. Then they'll pay money for him in in in, uh, the summer for a couple of them, which is good business. So it means basically they need to show what they're worth for the next five months. But the money, I I believe, I hope and believe, that the club are just waiting to do a deal for Shankland on the the last day of the window. Because see if they need to pay four million quid, four and a half million quid for the boy, pay it. OK, they're not going to get any money for him. If they, you know, if he's 28. This will be his, his, a big deal. For, you know, they're not going to then sell him for more money in, in a couple of years at that age.
1: And is that not an important point, though, no, Mark? You know, Philippe, come on. There's a new head of recruitment at Rangers. It feels like this window, things are heading in a very specific direction. You you mentioned Diamondi, Jeff De, Oscar Cortez, all young, all with sell-on value, should they turn out to be good. We kind of know that Lauren Shankland is good. Can you see Rangers paying millions yes. and millions for a player of his age? Yes. Four million quid, I think he's worth.
6: I'd say it, 100%. Because the boy is, as far as I'm concerned, the best goal scorer. Above Kyogo, above Desos, above anybody else, above Aberdeen. They're all top players. But I believe he's the best goal scorer in this league. And I believe that that is signing. Rangers need to win the title. Unless they've got somebody else in mind that we don't know. A striker. There's guaranteed goals Because that's what we need We need that One player is what we need That will push us above <laughs> Celtic have beaten Rangers twice this season By a goal in both games Kyogo in both games And that's what Rangers do not have at the moment Is a guy that can get a goal from nothing
1: is So it just, Is it just me, Gordon and Kenny That maybe I've got no sense of drama The transfer window has become this thing And we build up all month long And we expect fireworks on the final day if we're on the 30th of January and there's not been an actual peep, a genuine noise about Lauren Shanklin going to Rangers, how's it going to happen in the next couple of days? Am I just being overly cautious? Could it still happen?
2: To me, it just seems n- never on the table. I don't think we'll it agree. will happen. I I'll, would I'll, I'll, I'll be surprised now if Rangers actually sign a striker. Uh, oh, I, did, really? by Anyone? I think I, I, th- I think they I think they do need one. I, I absolutely. You're loving Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying anything <laughs> negative, but no, but he's not kind of fully convinced as yet. By even though his goal return is actually okay. With Mark, I would have signed Lauren Shanton in the summer. I've no doubt about it. Because he is, he is the best goal scorer in the league. Again, that goes to show he's backed up a 24-league goal season that is already top of the scoring charts with 14. Well on the way to probably at least equal that, potentially better it come the end of the season. I just think the money that it would need to take to get done now might be a bit expensive for Rangers at this time. The fact that we now see the, the left-back getting linked, the winger, there's already the midfielder in. There is a striker being brought on and long. I'm just fast-forwarding six weeks, maybe seven weeks down the line, where Danilo's potentially back, Roof's potentially back, you've got Dessers, you've got Silva, add Shanklin that, you've now got five strikers fighting for one spot, really. Uh, so I'm just not sure that Rangers will go and sign a striker. I don't think mm. they'll sign Shanklin, but apparently for Friday night, obviously he's going to Celtic Park. But, well, well, we heard had that he's so 100% going to Celtic Park. But uh, no, I don't think... Listen, I would love to see Lauren Shankland mm. in a blue jersey. I just, I just can't see it happening now. I'm
1: not. By the way, to go back on what I said earlier, I, I know Lauren Shankland's not an old man. Far mm. from it. It just feels like in the summer, Rangers did that Lamers, Dessers, four million, that rough age bracket. And so far, January has been all much younger players, and sort of looking at what comes next. Um, does does that? You read, do you read anything into that? <laughs>
3: Possibly. I think the manager's come in and had a look at the club and decided um, how it's going to go in the long run. Um, I think he's obviously got. Maybe the
1: new head of recruitment as well. Yeah, yeah, but the
3: two of them get. I think Clement will have a big say in that because he's a very strong personality. I'm I'm with Kenny and I've said it for weeks now. I do not think that Shanklin will be at Ibrox by the time the transfer window closes. I think if anything's going to be done, I think Shanklin will move in the summer.
1: Thank you to Mark. What about Stuart and Cardonald? Does Jack Butland have a price or is he not for sale at all, Sure?
7: Oh, definitely not for sale, Gordon. Uh, I'd just like to disagree with the last previous call there. I Go mean, he's it. saying start the bid at 10 million. I would at least start the bid at between 13 and 15 million at least at the start. I mean, Jack, <coughs> sorry, Jack Button is priceless to Rangers. I mean, they say a good a good goalkeeper will uh, win you at least fifteen to twenty points a season. Well, Jack Button's already in course to do that already. You know, uh, so no, definitely, I wouldn't. Rangers have done the right thing and turned that down. But that's not why I uh, I phoned tonight uh, on Rangers' recent uh, transfer uh, activity. You know, with Yefty, Cortez, Silva. I'm really liking the, the direction Rangers are going down this uh, this time with Kloppen and uh, Clermont Obviously, you know. Uh, but in terms of Shankland, you know personally, yes, I would love to see him in the door, but I don't think it will happen for a couple of reasons. One, Hearts can't afford to sell him because if they do, they're not going to leave sales any time to get another striker and our replacement. in. And uh, the other one, I just, I just don't think that the funds are there. However, saying that, I do believe. Uh, Clement, we'll have
1: uh, pull a rab out of the hat before Thursday's uh, mm. deadline. I think I need a stats geek to do this for me because I, I, I genuinely don't know. I wouldn't know where to begin. Stuart talks about the goalkeeper being worth. Did he say fifteen to twenty points? That's, that's, a, that's a wee bit much. So, it sounds high, right? And uh, we we all we all agreed. I think we get on the show. We get Jack Butland. We put him in our shortlist for signing of the season so far. I think he won it by a mile, didn't he? I think mm-hmm, is that yeah, right during yeah. during the winter break. He's been excellent. I can't remember anything even close to a mistake. Can't even imagine him making a mistake. But Rangers and generally Celtic, for that matter as well, they still won't face that many shots domestically. So I wonder if there is that there is that price where Rangers would say, right, we obviously don't want to lose him, but look at that money. And you know, if you if you recruited them with someone else. To, to kind of fill that gap sacrifice one or two of those points I don't know do you see where I'm going with that 100% I he's
3: good th- but he's not
1: worth 20 I, points I, in a season is the kind of nuts and bolts of what I'm trying to say
3: I totally agree with you but I don't think the Rangers fans will agree with us, obviously but uh, if you're looking at it as a business sort of a transaction uh, bringing a player in he's been brilliant for them um, and you know a club in the English Premier League come in and give you mega money I think you've got to look at it I really do, um, and also because you're not telling me that Jack Bolton's agent will not be sitting telling them, look, I know you love Rangers, I know you've been brilliant here, I know it's been a great fit for you, but you're 30 years of age, Forrest are going to give you this contract, and money talks in the game, yeah, money but talks but, in any but game. But see, you've,
1: every every player has a, at least a different path that they've taken though, Kenny, he's, he's he has. He's, he's done that. Yeah, he has, yeah. You know, and eventually, after a lot of messing around, he's come somewhere where he's playing great football, he's loved, he's got European football, he's got one trophy in the bag and he might go for more. I know that we throw that statement out there because it is true and money talks, but you just wonder if right now he might
2: not actually be that bothered anyway. Listen, I, he's, 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 no he's done it, I mean, it. It's it, not in them for us. Listen, it is not in them for us. I think he's in a position where he can maybe seek, and there's no guarantees, but there could be certain assurances that he's actually going to play. You know, like am I coming to be the number one? Is like I'm not coming in to fight. He doesn't need to leave Rangers to, to to go and fight for a number one at Nottingham Forest. Gone's right that the money that could be available could be astronomical. Yeah, uh, again, doesn't matter how much money Jack Butland's made. There's, there would be a far bigger contract on the table, probably a similar length as well. And it is back in the English Premier League where it's where everybody I don't wants think he to be. But it could has have been there.
1: Contract exactly. Uh, no, no, I well, don't. He was know. on the books at Man United, wasn't yeah, he? But, oh, no, that,
2: that, that was the loan. Sorry. It was a, loan. It was it was a loan, loan. but I'm sure he was on a, a, a big contract at Crystal Pass. Maybe not as big as the one he would get for us now after what he's done sure. by coming up to Glasgow Rangers. So, it, listen, for me, looking at Jack Butland and the, and the type of kind of character he's 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 put himself out there to be, I think he'll want him to maybe. See this through, you know, and if there's that, there will be a big offer on the table. But I think he would at least want to give this a season to try and see it through.
1: Well, it might not get to that because Rangers look pretty certain that they're not interested in having that discussion. So we will see. It's already that time of the night, though. Beat the
0: Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football
1: Right, it is Beat the Pundit time Your chance to come on here and humiliate Kenny Miller or Gordon DL What an opportunity 01419511025 and the lines close at 7
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Gordon Dale and Kenny Miller are
3: here. Can you like to talk? I don't think my mic. Yeah, Gordon Duncan in the studio <laughs> with me and Kenny Miller tonight and join the show. Please phone in 0141 951 1025. It's, it's time, time for, for us. this.
1: You're
3: going to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and you're just in time here for a beat the pundit. Please get your calls in because you're going to lose a ball tonight. Uh, Gordon, if I get my 50 pens there and I'll toss a coin to see who I'm playing We've got to get the caller on first, Gordon Who's on? Who's
2: (laughs) on? Can you put the caller through, please? Yeah, we're still not working now Where's that's us? We're having to bang it Gordon, we've not got the apparatus Well,
3: we need the the caller to come on first Hello, what's your name? Uh, Fraser Fraser, nah, I don't think you sound good enough Fraser, (laughs) would you like to hang up the phone and phone back maybe another day? I'm a bit nervous, aye. Ah, you Fraser, where are you from, Fraser? Uh, Motherwell. Mother? Oh, right, oh, okay. I'll tell you what. If you could beat... be a local derby, it could be a local derby. If you win, Fraser, I'll drop the ball off to you. Whereabouts in Motherwell? Uh, Ravenscraig. Oh no, a bit wild out there, mate. No, I know. I'll just I'll leave it down at the the, the cross for you, you can pick it up outside McDonald's. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we're having a wee mishap here with uh, Gordon's mic, so just bear with us, Fraser. No problem um, I hope you have refers uh, the charges Oh there your mic Back on Gordon Still Oh we're back We're yeah, yes, back that. Wow. By <laughs> way, Have you
1: played before Fraser Just yeah, no, no. <laughs> We don't need him Gordon We <laughs> don't need him <laughs> You two are panicking there You didn't do <laughs> what really you laugh. didn't do You didn't leave the space For the dramatic music Let's play Beat the Pundit Beat the
0: Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online uk Slash football
1: Fraser's up my old neck of the woods yeah we could have been neighbours Fraser yeah, and probably I probably could for all I know
3: does she put Xander's bin have in have we now? ever
1: met before Fraser uh, no no no. no. no you're, not, you're not missing much heads it will be Kenny Miller tails it will be Gordon DL and it's heads No mother will derby here It's Kenny Miller Come on Fraser Up against Fraser <laughs> I'll,
3: I'll drop the ball off to you If you beat him right Some teamwork
1: in here There's uh, a promise
3: for you If you beat Kenny Miller tonight I'll drop the ball off People don't I want you. you at their door Yes they do I don't yes, do. this idea Yeah from. I Hide your cutlery And your Anyway, <laughs> right. Valuable Let's Fraser. give
1: Kenny Some greatest hits radio To listen to Fraser We'll put 30 seconds on the clock All you have to do Is answer as many questions As you can And if you want to pass And move on to the next one that is absolutely fine, OK? Right. Right, 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. How many points were Edinburgh City deducted last week as a result of unpaid wages? Five. Who's Rangers' top league scorer this season? Uh, Deathers. What club did Ali McCoy finish his football in Korea? Uh, come on look What song from Sound of Music have the Tartan Army adopted? Pass. True or false, five Scottish teams have reached the last four of the European Cup slash Champions League. True. Lauren Shankland joined Hearts from which club? Uh, Dundee United Who is Alex Neil's Most recent managerial appointment Sorry the where walk, was Alex Here we go Yeah that's fine he even managed it When I made a pig's ear <laughs> of the question Bring Kenny back
2: I can't Listen I, can't, I feel like Mark Walsh On the right Nudge it. He's good He's good right? <laughs> He's a nightmare Trying to try put it? me under pressure oh, yeah. is good He's <laughs> rubbish oh, to me right, right me but, but I've got to say
1: The questions are quite easy Do you think so? Yeah oh, Okay <laughs> Same questions Same time Kenny Miller 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now How many points Were Edinburgh City Deducted last week As a result of unpaid wages Six Who is Rangers Top league scorer This season Tavernier At what club Did Ali McCoyst Finish his footballing career Comanek What song From the sound of music Have the Tartan army adopted Pass True or false Five Scottish teams Have reached the last four Of the European Cup Slash Champions League False Lawrence Shankland Join Hearts From which club Beer shot uh, What club did Alex Neil have his most recent managerial appointment? Stoke A eh? uh, What current Scotland international connects Blackburn Newcastle and Norwich? Blackburn
2: Newcastle
1: Oh come on uh, Pass
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh Can't hardly <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Pastism. laughs> Fraser have you done enough? Uh, no Oh, oh no. Fraser I don't know Hold on let's wait and see How many points were Edinburgh City deducted? Fraser went five It is six Kenny Miller gets it 1 um, 0 to Kenny. None of you got Sima as Rangers Seema. top league scorer. Uh, both of you got Kilmarnock, so still Kenny by one. Uh, Do Remy. Do Remy. I think Tavernier's joint, by the I'm, way. I'm putting that out there. I'm quite confident. There is, on that. There is every chance. It seems like the I'm type quite of confident mistake on that. But anyway, mm. I'm putting it out there. Um, mm. on far, far what did the Fraser say, by the way? way? They are, they're both on ten. Mm. Come
2: on, uh, well, there you go. Mm. Come on, mm. wrote these. What did what
1: Taylor I, I don't even think it's doa and me. He said this. Or, or so. Well, there you go. Uh. He's done. He's beat. Uh, <laughs> no. See, I'm yeah. conf- just
2: as well. I'm confident. on no. I
1: know. I know. Um, yeah, Do Doa me. the Earth would have accepted. Yeah, okay. You know that. I- Ray. I'm surprised you Nicole didn't 69 Golden. Scotland caps You know, never hear it right along a... <laughs> uh, Right True or false Five Scottish teams have reached The last four of European Cups Last Champions League It is true Celtic true. Rangers Hibs Dundee And Dundee United I mean we have to go back to the 50s and 60s for some of them But that's fine uh, Right Did the... Fraser get that? Yeah he did um, Kenny didn't No he didn't Beer shot was Lawrence Shankland yeah. That is uh, Great shout mate I was you... going
3: to Aberdeen or something And you <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you both got Stoke City so let me count them up Kenny was one no, up to me. Kenny was actually two up because we're giving him SEMA uh, yeah not enough I'm afraid Fraser
2: but enjoyed your company you m- missed a question as well by the Comarnock Super Alley
1: yeah oh, gee, uh, you both got that though Grant Alley Grant Alley Grant Alley yeah. yeah. but you're not getting that yeah. uh, Fraser passed, are yeah. you a Motherwell fan? I am a Motherwell fan aye. are you worried mm-hmm. about the transfer window? Halliday can't do it all himself surely? Uh, no no I- I
8: think we could get a few players back for injury uh, We just need to stop drawing so many games
1: That mm. That is true um, But the players are still fighting for the manager Yeah, every team needs a striker, don't they? But there I are really? some who yeah. really need And you'd have to say oh, Surely Bireth was the number one and he's gone In the same window he, Whether they were good or not is not really yeah. that relevant Because Wilkinson well, and, he'll and he'll Shaw have
8: astring. gone up a wee bit since. Yeah, he has That's
1: true That's true uh, I've got to say I had my
3: doubts about uh, the Bear but good header uh, yeah, but the weekend even just in a numbers game Yeah. He but,
8: always puts effort and I don't think he's the best footballer ability wise but she's
3: got, goals Kenny will Ken, tell you goals are you can, you can go so many games and your confidence is low and you're thinking when's my next goal coming from or where is it coming from then all of a sudden you get that goal and you're going to run the confidence goes, and you're yeah, thinking aye. I'm going to score next game and Bear might be like that. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. Anyway, Fraser, no, for, forget that.
1: Oh, <laughs> why? You, why is everybody you're missing the point? Mother went into this window with five yeah. strikers. I've now uh, got two. two. Right, doesn't Everybody's really try to sign
2: them, and you're getting rid of them. Is it, that what you're trying yeah, to doesn't,
1: say? Doesn't, it actually is not even that relevant. How good Theo Bear's well, been in recent weeks?
8: A uh, 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 nickel. I thought Nicholson, Nicholson? was good when sure. he came on against. Uh, I thought Beath was a big boss. Beaton, Yeah, beating up with that chance that Beaton should have put away. That's true, mm. but again
1: Sam Nicholson would be more of a winger, an attacking yeah. midfielder. Beath goes and scores, and he's. Um, Sturm Graat's debut he's rubbed salt in the wounds I saw an oh. interview saying it was an easy decision to leave and come here <laughs> to be fair I kind of get it Like as much as it breaks the badge. it breaks my heart right but come on like
3: <laughs> oh, to be um, fair you know you got that airboard road and you get into the fur part of course it's an easy
1: decision oh, I didn't mean it? that I mean what's wrong with your local area no, I mean no, in sure. terms of going for European football top of all yeah. all that sort of stuff um, but they, they'll need to try and pull something out the bag in an attacking sense surely next day or two mm. well
2: that's when you lose that amount of kind of firepower whether it been any good or not like you say it's just a numbers game if somebody was to get injured or like Theo Bear was to get injured then you could be you could be struggling yep so you would expect maybe something some movement in the next 40 hours
1: right thanks Fraser it yeah. wasn't to be unbeat Beat the Pundit but nice to speak to you cheers lad well done, Fraser. there we go you
3: happy with that Ach, Fraser come on he, he, he did mother proud I've got to say but Kenny was informed form. Sharp,
1: sharp as a tag, I mean, he's isn't even like. telling us what one he's showing us the right. answers.
2: This, I'll, I'll tell you why. Right there was a question right at the start of the season, it's a very similar question. And I answered, I think, I answered mm-hmm. Seema or Dessers or Danilo. And you say sometimes the obvious ones are the, the right one, so Tavernier is the obvious one. Exactly. But I actually do know that he is on 10 goals as well. But, but this is 10, 10 goals, This
1: sorry. is the guy who. Was chipping in on the quiz last week, trying to do you out. Oh, yeah. In fact, it was beat the pundit was trying to do you out of <laughs> oh, answers. Oh, I should have listened. He's the busiest you guy can. ever. I should have he's listened. He's not only trying to correct his
2: own quiz. Is it, is, Hold it, on. Is is it, it, it
1: not James Tavernier? Yeah.
2: Well, no, well you tavernier went Tavernier, but there's only one. Tavernier. Ah, uh, that's a good point. Only oh, one. Do as I there's say, not one as I tavernier. do. Here. Yeah. I did say James Tavernier, by the way Oh, did you?
1: No (laughs) I didn't think so And it's Abdallah Seema, by the way Yeah, exactly In case it was Davey Seema That was good
3: I'm I'm impressed with that I'm very, very impressed with
1: that (laughs) 01419511025 Richard is a Rangers fan Do you know what I'd love? Any Dundee fans out there? I know that might not happen too often on this show But if there's ever a night to celebrate It would be the re-signing of Owen Beck, surely Uh, But Richard, on the line How's it going, Richard?
9: Yeah, not bad, not bad I'm definitely not a
4: Dundee fan uh, That's fine I was fine. actually hoping For a moment That God DL would be Take
1: my call, no offence uh, But I assume that <laughs> that that It's arguably the best day The, day 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 the day day show the has ball. sounded in years When that mic broke But of personality Coming over the airwaves there Richard How long would it last though? Genuinely, how long do you think Before you got this Proud 50 year history Of the station Just wiped out, taken I, away? I don't
3: think we'd get to the next break If I'm totally honest But it'd be a good time it has been a good 20 minutes
1: <laughs> That's that's your motto In life really oh, isn't it Oh yeah, yeah It'll be a good 20 minutes But I won't worry about the consequences oh, exactly, oh, exactly. <laughs> Right enough <laughs> about that uh, Richard What are you thinking tonight Is it transfer business Or what
6: Yeah so there's a There's a couple of things I want to say So first of all If you don't mind I'll just I'll put a sort of I'll, I will say I'm I mean, eating my own words uh, Cyril Dessler I came
9: on I've actually been on A couple of times And, and sort
6: of I'm not saying slagged flagged him Because
9: I think It's a bit harsh But I, probably down that line And said that Pep Gladiola Wouldn't get a tune out him, But I, I, I'll leave my words, I think that uh, Philip Clement is certainly getting him to look more and more like a striker week in, week out um, he's doing a job, He's some of the finishes he's put in, put in the back of the net and you think, pff, he's, he's, he's actually starting to hit a bit of form now, on that context, my, my concerning point is, and I suppose there's a bit of contradiction here could, do you guys think that there could be a point where Cyril Dessler's hits form where you think maybe we don't need a striker Maybe Philip come on, it's looking and I'm going, he's scoring. We've got um, Fabio Silva sitting behind or, or even take that place should it be required. Do you think that there's a, a concern or a worry that Rangers fans should have that maybe this guy can start to play where we don't get another striker and nobody, no, nobody looks for somebody else to bring in?
2: I don't know if that's the concern you've got that somebody's going to be playing well and scoring goals. That's not a bad concern to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I get the point that you're, you're trying to make. I still, I'm going to stand back I said that 15 minutes ago. I don't think Rangers will sign a number nine this transfer window. Do you uh, think it is recent to kind of push Richard's point? Has Cyril Desser's recent form changed anything? It's not changed my view that I think Rangers need a striker. Right. It's not at all. I don't think Rangers will sign one this transfer window. Potential. Listen, we see it on the show all the time. We don't. We only see a Saturday. We see the performances on a Saturday or a Tuesday or whenever the games are. Philippe Clement's working with this guy every single day. He sees what he's capable of. Uh, there's no doubt his goal scoring has. I mean, it's actually been okay over the course of his first six months, but it has been decent over the last month or so. Some of the finishes have been have been clever. Again, if you go back to the the goal in Seville against Betis, I mean, it's a wonderful goal, but if you then go fast-forward three days later, you've got a very similar situation at Celtic Park that there's not a goal, and you know, he gets criticised heavily for that moment, so I think he's Philippe Clement has got more out of Dessers, I actually think Philippe Clement has got more out of everybody in that building mm-hmm. at this moment in time, and what he's done is, he's put a team that looked, were really toiling at the time, and he's got them to win games consistently, Whether can they win the league with Dessers well at number nine? I'm not saying they will win the league or they can no. or they can't because I think they could, but they could also not. It's the same what we're saying. They could go and sign Lauren Shankland, and mm. he will bring more goals. I've absolutely no doubt about it. They might still not win the league. You know, there's more into it. I would have liked to see Rangers sign a number nine uh, in this transfer window. I don't think they will. Say that Danilo's on the way back, and albeit in a, maybe a couple of months' time, maybe it might be March, April. You've got Ruff again. Once he's back, he's, he's a good option. You've signed Silva, you've got Dessers who at this moment in time is actually not bad form. I'm I'm
3: like most Rangers supporters, I'm going week to week with Dessers. You look at Dumbarton, gets his goal, missed a right few chances, got to say. In fact, wasn't even near scoring in the first half. Hibs, I thought his goal was brilliant, outstanding. Gets the the winner at the weekend, good finish. Yes, you can argue about St Mirren's backline, you can argue about the goalkeeper, hesitating. But he takes it round and he calmly finishes it. There's something there about him that I like, and I think that it could come on to be, you know, a mm-hmm. very good important signing for Rangers. But I'm quite happy, probably in two or three weeks, to be shot down in this program. People saying he's absolutely hopeless. Nate to go back to the lad who described him as a donkey with three legs. Gave him one in uh, the other night there in the program. Saturday it was. That's him up to four. He could chop his legs away from him again, you know, that's that's the sort of way Des is, at, Des is, is to me, mm. one minute you see him, you think, yeah, okay, and Kenny's right, just now, there's a centre forward for Rangers,
1: in the last three games, he scored three goals, so... Yeah, I, I always think, you know, clubs should have a real transfer strategy, they should really know what they want in the window, and that shouldn't alter completely just because somebody has a couple of good games or a couple of bad games. However, I want to see dreaming up a hypothetical scenario where you are struggling to get that striker and you're not quite sure you're not you know you're, you're not able to get someone who's a no-brainer. You're sort of on the cusp. Would it, would it relax you slightly then to see in in the last couple of weeks and think, well, do you know what? Rather than forcing that that we're not sure about, maybe this guy is going to be enough.
2: At the, to answer the question, maybe a slightly different if that was the case you were at and you couldn't get that guy or you weren't confident that this guy would, then I wouldn't sign him I just don't think I think there has been mistakes made in the mm-hmm. in the summer transfer uh, window in relation to a lot of money being spent on guys that have not quite uh, lived up to their maybe reputations or, or done as well as what the Rangers fans or board or players by the way teammates would have liked but I wouldn't just go and sign a player just for the sake of it like I say, there is there's certain ones that potentially fall into that no-brainer category. Again, I'll go back on it, and I know it's not everybody's thing, but Lauren Shanklin, for me, is a no-brainer. He's a no-brainer signing. Mm. He's our top scorer in our league. He's done it against every single team in our league. He's done it internationally. He's done it European. He would come to Ibrox and score goals. So if you could get him, then then, then, you, then you get him. You know, but we, this is just speculation. We've never heard... I know Philippe Camont doesn't talk about uh, any player, by the way, But we don't even know if they're interested in yeah. uh, Lauren Shacklin but for me he would be a, he would be a, an obvious signing.
1: Uh, thank you to Richard on the line 01419511025 I think most of you Glasgow fans uh, would have been interested in the possibility certainly of Owen Beck for the remainder of the season but he's back at Dundee Dundee fans are absolutely delighted and we'll speak to one next Clyde
0: once. the YouTube stream now taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: uh, Kenny Miller and Gordon uh, DL are here I'm conscious that Paul has been hanging on the line for quite some time so I'm very quickly going to give you this teaser oh. but I don't even want to discuss it I don't want your answers I want to get straight to Paul on the line but here is your question
0: A full time teaser with Universal Interiors East Kilbride, where their made to measure wardrobes are always on the ball.
1: Right, your question, and it's a thanks to Derek for sending this in. Can you name the last nine players Celtic have bought from another Scottish club? So, a fee involved. Can you name the last nine players that Celtic have bought from another Scottish club, i.e., paid a fee for? We'll get back to you. Uh, But I know Paul's been hanging on the line for ages. How's it going, Paul? Uh, Very well, thanks You've got a a busy night, Paul Paul's a big Dundee fan You can hear him on the Up With The Bonnet podcast It's a Dundee podcast And I'm imagining, Paul Everybody (coughs) is heading along to that game tonight Or settling down to watch it or listen With a a real smile on their face With the news that Owen Beck is back at your club
8: Absolutely Um, There was certainly a a big cheer from one half of Dundee Mm -hmm. When the the announcement was made But... uh, you know, the group chats were going wild the past couple of days with the rumors that he was going to be coming back. So yeah, we're all collectively delighted to have him back. Absolutely.
1: I also wonder if, if you've ever celebrated a Liverpool substitution before. Um because the, you know sure there are really strong suggestions that you know, Celtic were keen and it could have been something that happened. Jurgen Klopp chucks him on for seven minutes, renders the everything obsolete. He can only go back to Dundee if anywhere. Um are you a big Jurgen Klopp fan all of a sudden?
8: Absolutely, now I am. I wasn't, wasn't prior, but I definitely am now. But I mean, even even prior to that, I mean, I think Dundee fans were watching the film game because he was on the sure. bench. So we were really disappointed not to see him coming on, even for a 30-second cameo. Uh, but then that's obviously when the rumours started, you know, is he going to Celtic? Is he going to Rangers? He's definitely going to Celtic. But... Uh, not to be, sadly for them, but uh, good for us. Obviously, when he got on against Bournemouth.
1: Sum up how you know how important this is, right? Because from the outside, so I'm allowed to get kind of carried away. I know you'll be, you might be more cautious. I, yeah. I, I probably look at that as a signing that maybe gets done to your top six spot. Are you willing to be that dreamy about it all, or are you conditioned through years of pain to to worry about you know the looking down the way first of all?
8: Like I've been predicting the European spot already, so Good we'll, on you. We'll, we'll, well. we'll go with top six definitely. But I mean, it's evident you can see it from the last couple of games that we've played against Kilmarnock and Hearts. The difference, you know, he would have made if he, you know he was in the team uh, at, at, in those games. And I mean, it's not just for his defending ability. Obviously, it's you know he set piece deliveries exceptional. He's he, and he's got he's just got something about him that can get the team up the pitch and alleviate a lot of the pressure off the defender. So it. It's a brilliant, brilliant sign I had a funny feeling it was going to happen but I, I, I still can't believe it to be perfectly honest with you but uh, yeah, we're obviously glad to have him back.
1: What a boost it is for Dundee. Super.
3: Absolutely brilliant. I, I, when he left the club it must have been a real disappointment for Tony Dock and everyone up there. The boy's been sensational since he's come into Scottish football. He's got everything in his locker. He's going to go into bigger things, no doubt about that with the ability that he's got. And then he goes back down to Liverpool and I know, I, I know the caller saying there that he always thought he'd come back. I didn't. I think Liverpool would have been maybe sitting there looking to put him somewhere else. Maybe English Championship, you know what like it is, or abroad. Or, and then obviously Celtic are sniffing about, very interested. But it must have been a godsend when Klopp put him on for his seven minutes. And then you're thinking, right, what is the boys' future from now until end of the season? And Dundee have certainly won a watch. He's, he's a terrific talent.
2: Yep, yes. I think I said earlier he'll be the he'll be the young player of the season now that he's back. Uh, watched him actually against Celtic on Boxing Day. Matched Maeda. The whole week. Maeda was trying to knock it and run him. He can defend. He can attack. He scored a couple of cracking goals. I think it was against Hibbs and your Motherwell. Mm-hmm. I think it was. And mm. uh, back to back games, so he offers so much in an attacking sense. And uh, and Paul's right. He's a ball carrier, so he can get them up that field. He's got the ability in the final third where he can he can go past a player and create. He, he can score goals, but he can defend. You know, he can do his, his, his defensive duties, and that in the one v one, very strong in the duel. So he's a brilliant signing. You know, like I says, had he been had Celtic and that interest was real. It would not have surprised me at all.
1: Um, and without spoiling Dave Galloway's fun, because we're about to hear from him at Petardry, but he does play tonight. Paul, um, can you go there and? Make an already miserable time For Aberdeen even worse tonight
8: I think I mean There's every chance in that um, I mean I think the main thing And a lot of people Have probably touched on it Is allow Basically make them make mistakes And then allow the fans To get on their backs You know And I think that That could be a strength For Dundee To get someone out of this game But I mean Don't get me wrong Aberdeen are a good team They've got good players But I think we could go there And match them And potentially sneak them uh, Sneak a win potentially But Obviously with having Beck Back in the team He could potentially Be the difference for
1: me Good man Paul It was nice to speak to you Enjoy your new signing Thank you, Thank
8: you new Good
1: Much man guys. That yes. well Paul from Up With The Bonnets podcast The Dundee <laughs> podcast Who will all be Joyous at the return Of Owen Beck Let's speak to Dave Galloway um, I've stolen your headline From the Dundee team Dave <laughs> We know Owen Beck's in but What else is happening at Pataudry? How important is tonight for Aberdeen?
10: Evening, Gordon. Well, it's a wonder I can still make myself heard above all the background noise surrounding Barry Robson. The Aberdeen manager, of course, as we've discussed, very much under pressure, with the fans' protest being held outside the stadium after the match, irrespective of the result. many fans I've spoken to do wonder seriously if failure to win this evening might see him become, would you believe, the fourth Don's boss to be sacked in less than three years. Dundee are here, as we've mentioned, full of confidence after Saturday's decisive 4-1 victory at Livingston. And that feel-good factor was sent soaring, of course, after the aforementioned Owen Beck rejoined on loan uh, last night after some absolutely brilliant displays in the first half of the campaign. And a win for them would see them back into the top six and five points clear of their seriously struggling hosts. A huge night lies ahead. Aberdeen make three changes. In come Esther Sockler, Angus MacDonald and Jack Out drop Stefan Gartenman, Conor Barron and Dante Polvara. So, Kelaroos in goals a back three of Nicky Devlin, Angus MacDonald and Richard Jensen the wing backs Jack Milne and Jack McKenzie with Leighton Clarkson and Graham Shinney in central midfield Jamie McGrath in front of them and a front two of Boyan Miofsky and Esther Sokler, the subs for Aberdeen tonight, Duan, Barron Gay, Hayes Killian Phillips, the new arrival on loan from Crystal Palace this week Morris Pulvara and um, Duncan. So, uh, Dundee, five changes I can tell you. It's uh, Trevor Carson, Lyle Cameron, Zach Robinson, Malachi Boteng, and Owen Beck who are in, out drop Harry Sharp, Finlay Robertson, Luke McCowan, Dara Costolo and Scott Tiffany. So, Trevor Carson in between the sticks then in central defence, Lee Ashcroft, Joe Shocknessy. And Owen Dodgson with Jordan McGee and Owen Beck at the wing backs. In the middle of midfield, they've got Lyle Cameron, Malaki Buteng and Mo Silla with Amadou Bakayoko and Zach Robinson up front. The subs for Dundee, Legstons, Sharp, Astley, Tiffany, Main, Mulligan, Robertson, and Costello. Your match referee is Nick Walsh and in VAR, Chris Graham.
1: A fan protest, even if they win, that mm. seems like that seems like quite the night. Imagine a six nil, and then you have to go out and get all angry about the manager. But listen, that there's, there's a lot of negativity surrounding Aberdeen, they need to pull something out of the bag, surely. If he doesn't win, the night is out, I think so. Yeah, is, it, is, it, is it at yeah,
3: that stage? Yeah, 100%. I think so. Yeah, yeah 100%. And in, in fact, I think the tonight's game has came at a good time for him, and the reason being that. The fans would have been stewing in this all week if their game wasn't until Saturday. They're at home against Dundee. I fancy. I, I, I don't know what it is about Aberdeen and Barry Robson, but I fancy them when they're so much under pressure for everyone concerned and the manager. Just a sneaky fancy they'll get a result tonight.
1: They have managed to dig out results this <laughs> season, Kenny. That you know when you look at their the form. If you like now, I know the league table looks awful because it's eighth. Um, but as an example they've got three games in hand on St Mirren who's sitting fifth uh, and again when you look at the, they've not gone on many sort of dreadful long losing runs they always manage to dig something out here and there um, you know at the moment the the winless run stands at a mighty two games a draw against St Johnson a defeat against
2: Hearts I, I think that's the part of the problem though because there's not been any consistent w- winning runs you know like you would you would be very very surprised if Aberdeen in this league, we'd go long losing runs, you know, like whether it be a draw, it can break it up or the, the, you've got to back them with that group of players the size of club Aberdeen are that, to get wins against, again, pretty much anyone in the league. They've shown that they can compete against, even they've beat Rangers this season at Ibrox, you know, so they can win games of football. They've got players that can turn up and perform, but the problem is they've not done it consistently enough. They're not putting like that 7-1 in streak last year that got Barry Robson the job. They've not looked anywhere near achieving that kind of run this season. It's been again, if you look at the form right now, we're looking. It's been obviously no wins and two, but then it's win loss, win draw loss. That's been the the, the last five games. So there's no any consistency at the results. I think actually there's no any been any real consistency at the performances either. What they have tonight though is an opportunity where, despite all that, despite the pressures it is going to be under depending on the win and and what the win looked like, they could potentially jump into the top six and still have two games in hand on certain teams above them or one game in hand. Mm. So they're not out with it, but the problem is they shouldn't be in that. Aberdeen fans don't want to see their team sitting in eighth outside the top six. A lot's been said about the European run the first half of the season. That's gone now. Now's the time for Barry Robson and his team to hit maybe one of these winning runs that they hit last year. Maybe not seven games because it was an incredible run, but to start stringing results together. And that could start tonight Mm again at home against Dundee. Well, what an important night it is then.
1: Because if you're saying Mm -hmm. Barry Robson's job depends on it, how much does Livingston's Premier League or Premiership, sorry, survival uh, hinge on their game at home against Ross County? It's a double for me. Uh, Do you think if Livy lose, they are genuinely yeah. gone, done, yeah. dusted? Thirtieth yeah. of January. Yeah,
3: I watched it. I watched the highlights oh. from their game at the weekend, Gordon. They're all over the place as a team. They're defending everything about them. They just look a a beaten team. They need something somewhere to give them a bit of belief and a, 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 and a lift. And I'm listening to David Martin and everybody. We all love David, He's a great character. And I'm listening to him week in, week out, and he's coming out with the same stuff. And he, he's he's actually draining him as well. So he needs a lift. Because people say that you've got to give the players a lift. It comes with sometimes the manager and the coaching staff need a lift. Let me tell you, it's a lonely place when you're not winning. So tonight against Ross County, and it closes that gap a little mm-hmm. bit. So there could be a lot of positives for one game tonight. But if they lose that, they're gone for me.
2: I absolutely agree. I think when you look at the, the numbers, if they were to lose tonight, that'd be 23 games gone. They have 15 games left. They've won two games. You know, in a game, when you just look further along that column there, you've scored the fewest and conceded the most in the league. That's not a good recipe. You know, it's not a good uh, formula at all to actually have any kind of opportunity to win games. So I've got to agree. E- even, even with a win tonight, I still think it, it could potentially kickstart them. It could be the turn of uh, the corner that they need. But I still think they've got a lot, to, a lot of ground to make up in this, in this lead to stave off relegation this year. joe
1: you know has been annoying me since the start of tonight's show? You look really like somebody with that, that jumper on. Like, I genuinely can't think of who it is. Who? Huh. Clary? No, it's, it's no one like that. I feel like it's some sort of viral video character. Do you know? like it? It's only jumper? works. It's not, that's the thing. It's not that I don't like it. It's fine. It's just, it's the blue. It's a lovely colour, the blue. I and then like that, the, the grey colour. F- I call it fresh. You know it? what I think it is, actually? It's that one that people used to send me all the time. You ever seen, it? it's like, he's like an, I think it's an Australian guy and he's like leaning in a car window and he's like getting raging with whoever's in the car and they're filming him and he's like swearing at them. And the guy's face does look like you. That's why they send me it. But I think he's also wearing a sort of blue collared is this ringing no bells? Not, Not seen me. this. No. no Right, someone send me it Someone will know which one I mean There's an I, I think he's Australian Angry Australian man He looks like Gordon DL He's shouting in a car window what And I swearing What I can see at
2: the moment though Is you googling Angry Australian man
1: <laughs> With
2: no such <laughs> you, luck You can't just turn up Do your job and go home <laughs> no. And there's, there's no Here's the thing. A, there's
1: nothing your wrong attire. There's nothing wrong with the jumper The it jumper's just, it's, lovely It's just reminding me Of Angry Australian it's, man I'm going to find him Anyway Let's bring Paul in on the line How's it going Paul?
9: Hi, very good mate um, What are you I've thinking tonight video. Paul? I would have uh, jumped out of the car and dealt with the angry assailant <laughs> man Hi, <Aye>, okay Paul <laughs> We've <Well, laughs> heard
3: that one before when you're hundreds of thousands miles away No, he's only in Bishop Briggs He's just
1: up uh, the, the road What's I on was, your mind uh, Paul?
9: I was surprised when uh, the producer phoned me back I was trying to get into the uh, television to watch the Aston Villa game um, But my, my stick isn't working So i will to get some contacts From <sighs> oh,
1: uh, Dan Paul, we i uh, right, We've got an issue on our hands
9: here I'll tell you uh, The reason I was phoning though uh, On a serious point um, There's been a lot of reference uh, Made to Warren Shankland uh, Will he, won't he You know, Celtic Rangers And I think the only man In the studio um, to, to answer that question Would be Kenny Miller, you know, and what would uh, Brendan Rogers potentially say to Lawrence Shankland, uh, you know, to get that, that, that signature on the dotted line? Um, you know, I understand Kenny, um, you know, potentially favours uh, Rangers uh, as a, you know, a supporter. Um, what did the, the the coach of Celtic at the time say to you uh, when you left Derby? Um, I'm just very curious as to you know what a, a professional footballer would be
1: you know. I mean d- but the yeah. Celtic want Lauren Shanklin Paul or is it that you want this to happen you know I, 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 I,
9: I've got two uh, opinions um, you know we, we're often talk about project players and you know I, I, to me if you're a national team player you're not a project player Um so I, I see Warren Shanklin more as um, a known project signing. If you' if yeah. You um,
1: I mean, well, there's a bit. There's uh, a bit of. Um, there's a gap here because we don't think there's nothing to suggest Celtic want Lauren yeah. Shanklin. Or Rangers don't know, for, that man. Yeah. yeah. But, but in particularly Paul's case, Celtic. Um, so. It's not like Brendan Rodgers needs to, to convince him. But look, Paul's asked the question, would, would he have much convincing to do? And there's all this stuff about I don't, I you know, don't think would, you've no. been there.
2: I don't think he would have any convincing to do at all. I think if Lauren Shankland at this stage of his career, either one of the old firm came calling, he would want to make it happen. I think to go and work for a manager like Brendan Rodgers as well would be a massive plus for him. You know, I think he's got a brilliant track record of taking players... Up, I was going to say A level up of right few levels, in his and uh, his time as a coach and a manager. So I don't think he would take any convincing if there was a genuine interest from from Celtic. Mm-hmm. I just think is to go back on, on what Paul's saying. As much as are uh, like in favour of Rangers, I think he's a he's a better signing for Rangers or more of an opportunity. Sorry that Rangers would want Lauren Shanklin based on they don't have a Kyogre. So
1: you think he could be Rangers' number one striker? But he wouldn't be Celtic's number one, I think basically. he would
2: be in... Listen, I don't think he's having a brilliant no, he's season. Not. He's, been the, he's been the difference in the big games, uh, more often than not, over the course of his Celtic. A two wonderful seasons, and this season, the two old firm games, he was the man that popped up with the moments. So he's still the man for the big occasion. That, I just don't think he's as good this season as what he has been the two previous. That's a
3: great point, because if you're Shanklin, and you get the opportunity to go to Celtic or Rangers, I'd be picking Rangers all day long. And the reason I would pick them is because I think I would have a better chance of being the number one striker. Don't get me wrong, he would back his cell against Kyogo. But I think right now, he would be the number one striker guaranteed at Rangers. I don't know if he's the number one striker guaranteed or mm. something.
1: So, Paul, are you at panic stations yet? Two days left to go from a Celtic perspective?
9: I'm at panic stations with it you know the constant both both for Celtic and Rangers turning up against 10 men 10 men parking the bus you know and I I I, I get that Lawrence Shanklin has proved that he can score goals in the SPL uh, so I I get the, the the impression that he could benefit um, you know, a starting place at Celtic, um, or, or, or perhaps, uh, you know, um, alongside Keogel, um uh, you know, and, and, and potentially for, for Rangers as well, It's it really annoying me, uh, this, you know, Celtic and Rangers is constantly coming up and playing against 10 men, parking the bus. Um, and I think Lon and Shankler might be the key to both, either Celtic or Rangers
1: well we will uh, see it. he's a man who on this phone line has been seriously in demand mm. for the last month and he might end up staying where he is thank you to Paul and Bishop Briggs uh, no one sent me this video of this angry swearing no. old grey haired man I who wears a blue jumper mean that, ah, it's starting to annoy give, me give,
3: to... give us half an hour after the show and I'll give
1: you the live one <laughs> anyway uh, can you name the last nine players Celtic have bought from another Scottish club what have you got Turnbull
2: yes Yeah, he's number one on my list is Taylor did they buy him
1: yep might, I'm, be, a, might, I'm be, a, sure. might be about to go to Cardiff Armstrong. accidentally? Sure. Um,
2: yes Mackay Stephen yep Johnny Hayes
1: yes okay we'll try and get I've got a
2: cracker can I get my cracker out <laughs> sorry <laughs> 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 I,
3: don't, I, I don't know if I should have said that got, I've got a cracker of an answer go on then can I get it out yes Chuck Henry?
1: That is a cracker. Uh, well done. Right, you're... we'll get the rest of the answers next.
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. Number 1 for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Kenny Miller and Gordon DL are here. I've had a nightmare. My night's just ruined. I, I cannot place who it is you look like with that blue jumper on. And people are doing their bit as well. They're sending me in. Um, lots Lot of, of good feedback. Lots of people wondering if I'm getting mixed up with the um, the uh, succu- Park. the succulent Chinese meal guy. You ever seen him? No. <laughs> oh, no. You two you need to live a little. Watch some no. viral videos in your spare time. Not at all. You've not seen the succulent Chinese meal guy? No. It's not him, by the way, but they're just somebody... That you look like with that jumper on, I feel like it's an old guy. I think he's. A, I think he threatened somebody with a golf club or something, and maybe that's why. That could be me. Exactly, but I just cannot find it. Anyway, what are you doing in this teaser? Because this is slightly more important than my own um, walked thoughts. It's doing great. Can you name the last nine players Celtic have bought signed for a fee from another Scottish club? You've got Turnbull, Taylor, Hendry, and Hayes, um, Ryan
2: Christie. Yes. And we've got Mikai, Stephen, and Armstrong. As oh well.
1: sorry, yes. Ryan
2: Christie. Yeah. Chifty.
3: Oh, mm. you just stole me.
2: I cannot believe you. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's trying to st- leave it to the Let end. Him. He's trying to that leave it to the my end. What, but, but no, but you've told me it though, so I've got to take it because you jumped in with the other <sighs> one. Do you
1: know what though, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna add another one on. Because You've got another one? Someone ruled this out because he was loaned back to the said club. but I mean, I think they still bought him and I've just looked up. So I'm, I'm adding one more on. Let's make it 10. Oh no. Because Paul McNeil sent me the, sent me this as an answer and I thought, I'll just Google it. And they did, they did, did you say that They me? did pay a fee and then they Man loaned them it. back to this club for the remainder of that season. So I'm adding one on. It's a, just a bonus one for you. So you've got two to get technically. I think I've got <laughs> Morgan, Lewis Morgan Lewis Morgan's the one Right, so one more to get We'll get back to you I've got it Uh, We'll listen there's A bit of suspense (laughs) We can wait until the end of the show (laughs) We can wait until the end I'll text you Gordon Of (laughs) the show Anyway uh, What else have we got? (laughs) We're Uh, actually nearly out of time already I can't believe it It's been a quick show Um, Anything else that we need to get off our chest? you know what's an interesting one actually I'm seeing? Is that it's all about players leaving, really. It's Celtic at the moment, much to the frustration of the callers, uh, based on what we've heard. David Turnbull to Cardiff,
2: potentially. Mm. What do you make of that?
3: A uh, Good move. Good move for him. I'm uh, not sure. Mm, Why? Not sure. Yeah.
2: Championship? I think you could maybe do a What?
3: Listen, I think so as well. I'm a fan I think fan Championship
2: of would I, be the level he would move to. Move yeah, there,
3: right? I'm, but, I'm a fan of Turnbull, but... Uh, I, I don't see anybody else... If nobody else comes in... I would take think the move it's better to Cardiff. To do it now, I think he would need to get. He needs to start playing. The lad, he's a he's a good talent. He's been used as a sub most mostly at Celtic part now. Fans sort of a turned against him a little bit. I think he just needs to go out, play, get a fresh challenge. Yes, I agree with Ken. I think he can do better in Cardiff. But if that's the only team that comes calling, I would take the opportunity.
2: I think he needs it. Needs to be the right fit for Tumble. The type of player he is, like it needs to be they need to play a certain way I think you need to deploy him in a certain position yep. to, be able to let him affect his game and and get the best out of the qualities that he's got uh, I think when he came through at Motherwell, I think they did afford him that You know, they put him in that position and we've seen all his, his qualities uh, in terms of how he receives the ball he's like a different mm. kind of Scottish player I think in terms of how he receives the ball and his awareness and things but for me he needs to play in a, in a particular type of team I always wondered if abroad would be good you know, yeah, it yeah, yeah. It yeah, A
1: lot of people are, are doing that now. Um, anyway, uh, what else have we got here? Um, yeah, that was linked to that. Sorry, I was going to say was, and we're running out of time, but quickly, Gustav Bielka. So there was all this stuff about going to Lecce um, in mm. Italy. And now reports tonight that Celtic have put a pause on that. And there seems to be some the, some sort of suggestion that Cameron Carter-Vickers is injured. And that's why they're not sure if they can let Bielka go. That might be nothing. It might be... That it's just or that it's just a couple of weeks and they still don't feel like they could do it, but you can see when you see Carter Vickers an injury mentioned why that would worry <laughs> that Celtic fans, and if that is the bit that stops Lagger Bielka going to maybe and they end up just sitting there at Celtic and not doing anything anyway, it's just an unfortunate. I think it of would, events, I think
2: it? it would depend on what that injury is and how long it would be because if it's only going to, if it's a niggle and it's going to be a couple of weeks, they've actually got by without Carter Vickers before. If it was longer term then I could understand it but I think it's clear that Lager Lager Bielka is not going to be in Brendan Rodgers' plans. He's not started a lot of games. Again, like you say, you've had those rumours that he was going to be moving on but I think it would be completely dependent on how long, if he is injured by the way, how long Carter Vickers would be out.
3: Yeah, there must be something there that's stopping that move because that's a move that probably benefits everyone. Celtic, the lad, the club that's coming in to get him. So there must be something behind the scenes that Celtic are saying, well, hold on, we've got to look after our own best interests because I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you look at, for instance, you know the way football works. uh, Scales, Liam Scales, everybody thought he was going to wait to Aberdeen, Celtic career finished, he's been excellent. So you're better having players about the building if you've got problems
1: right you've got one more to get I've on them. this teaser <laughs> let's let him take it one there. more player because I stole C- his answer Celtic have signed for a fee from another Scottish club you've got Turnbull Taylor, Henry, Hayes, Christie Chief G Armstrong Mackay Stephen we added on Lewis Morgan he's been on here hasn't he? yes yes he has yeah so have loads of people And that I t- be anybody here's a clue for you boots Oh, he let me borrow his football boots yeah. when he was on here. That's right. But no one really cares about that, do they? So yeah. He the, got you, it yet, Kenny. didn't give us the answer? Is he, still still a bro? No, absolutely oh, not. No. No, <laughs> hurry away up. from a bro- quick. quick. Scott Allen. Well done, Gordon DL. We will be back tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Marvin Bartley, Simon Donnelly. What will the transfer window have in store? Have a good night. We'll see you then.